What's up, Slick Talkers? I want to promote a quick little thing that we're doing at Good Morning Hospitality called Good Morning Retreats. This is our first ever retreat, and we are hosting a hospitality training retreat at the Horst Schultz Hospitality Training School in Auburn, Alabama. Now, this is going to be July 8th through the 10th, and it's for operators only. So if you're a property manager and you want to actually dive into the inner workings of providing hospitality and not just the operations of your business, then this is what you need to do and sign up for. So go to goodmorningretreats.com in order to get into an intimate setting with other operators just like you. If you go to the website, you'll see the published agenda and other things around the whole retreat. We're excited to host you. And if you're going to the retreat already and you've already confirmed your spot, we can't wait to show you what we have up our sleeves for this event. Now, let's move on to the episode. Thanks for tuning in. And like always, I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. Regardless of, of the vaccine and, and all the things coming online and the world returning to some semblance of normal, communication and, and the guest experience through technology is, is the golden ticket. We're, we're playing the long game. We know that, um, that, that, that COVID has, has changed the way that the world operates. Welcome to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast where we discuss all things hospitality, hotels, and business. You can find us online at slicktalkthepodcast.com and on every podcast listening platform. What's up, all my Slick Talkers? This podcast is sponsored by Hostfully. You've heard them on the show before when I had David, the co-founder of Hostfully. What Hostfully does for the industry is create digital guidebooks, and they're a property management platform. So you can manage your vacation rental or boutique hotel on Hostfully directly. I think we can all agree that 2020 has been a wild year, but with this year has come a lot of great things like Hostfully and the software that they have created. Hostfully is making it easier to help optimize your listing and your vacation rental so that way you and your team can grow and thrive during this time. Not only are they a great software and platform for vacation rental managers and small boutique hotel owners to use, they are a very insightful company. They use a bunch of integrations and partnerships with other companies in the space to find the most compelling data to help make sure that any user or industry expert has the tools and resources to make sure that they are literally optimizing and using everything to their advantage. Things like industry reports and white papers and data insights are key to understanding how to continue to move forward and Hostfully does this super well. Now I want you to take a look at the show notes below, see the link that says Hostfully website, click that, and if you sign up and get a guidebook or onboard to their software, use the code SLICKTALK20 to get 20% off and you will not regret it, I promise. So go ahead, go to Hostfully.com and get signed up today. All right, everybody, welcome back to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, and I'm your host, Will Slickers. Today, we have a special guest. We've had, uh, we've had Operto on the show before, but now they have a new CEO in the building, and we're going to do a quick deep dive with him in regards to his background, getting into the industry, and of course, what's new and what's going on with Operto in the industry of short-term rentals and hotels. So welcome, Steve, to Slick Talk. How are you doing? Thanks for having me, Will. I'm doing well. Good. Living life okay over there in Canada? You know what? We're taking it day by day, but uh, 
you know, had a good, good holiday season, uh, strong finish of the year. And yeah, I can't complain. Awesome. Well, I like to just jump right into the meat of the episode and get an understanding for who our guest is. Uh, the audience loves to know origin and background. So tell us a little bit about yourself and where you come from and kind of your, your history. Uh, wow. Without boring you with too many details. Um, my original background, uh, South African family, actually. So born and born and raised uh, mostly here in Vancouver, but those are my roots uh, back in, in Africa. Um, I did uh, a lot of my schooling, uh, my postgraduate work uh, in Cape Town. And uh, I also was fortunate enough to play uh, sport at sort of a high performance level throughout uh, university and, and into my sort of early twenties and uh, trained for the Olympics and, and all the rest of it. So, um, I've had a, uh, an exciting ride to, to where I sit today. Awesome. And so I've seen your, your background, like we connected on, on LinkedIn, which is such a great platform to get to see the, uh, professional side of history from people. Um, so you have an extensive background being, uh, I would say, you know, within sales then to executive and, and entrepreneur and CEO. Um, I guess, what are the leading moments for you, um, to get to the chair that you're in today with running Operto and, and kind of hopping into the hospitality industry? Yeah, thanks, good question. So um, I'd like to think that my um, my road to getting here has sort of been one that's, uh, you know, not necessarily a straight line, but it's definitely been uh, one that, uh, you know, has been exciting to, uh, to be along. Um, I've tried my hand uh, across the board at, at sort of large uh, multinationals um, and have started and, and sold off uh, a couple of businesses myself uh, here in, in Vancouver. So I've had, a, I've been very fortunate to have a, a sort of a wide variety of, of business experiences. Um, and, and you know, I think that that what led me to a Perto uh, was a bit, a bit of a chance. I was, uh, thank goodness, I was contacted by a recruiter a little bit out of the blue on LinkedIn, and, and you know, a few months later was was offered the position. But um, it, it has been a, it, this industry is such an exciting one. Um, I'm an avid traveler. I, I, I love getting out and about and, and, and you know, going to destinations and, and experiencing new things. And I think that the, the, there was a, a natural synergy between sort of my own passion for, for travel and, and tourism and, and sort of the, the hospitality sector. Um, although I hadn't formally worked in that sector before, uh, technology for sure. So I've been, uh, I've worked at Apple, I've worked at, uh, at some large um, data companies in, in Europe. Uh, so I have, and then I've also sort of built and sold off my own um, technology businesses. So I've been very sort of uh, technology centric uh, throughout my career. And so Operto was very much um, the, the nexus point of those three, those three journeys. And, uh, and I, I've been very lucky. I mean, the, the company's been around for, for numerous years. Um, we've got, uh, you know, a, a fantastic team here. And I think that, you know, it's exciting for me to inherit a company that isn't, uh, you know, in the changing room still or on the starting blocks, but is actually, you know, the race has started and, and I'm sort of picking up um, a, a company that is um, definitely uh, found its stride and has found its niche and its, uh, and where it sort of wants to play in the market. And for me, that's super exciting, right? Because there's, uh, there's a huge amount of um, tailwind behind us. I think that our, our solutions are, are solving major 
uh, business issues and we're, we will continue to do so. I, I love that you said that because I, I think there's something pretty unique. Um, and I want to start back at a point you said with, you know, your kind of journey not being a straight line to, to where you are today with Operto. Um, can you, maybe for like some perspective uh, for myself and the audience, what do you think has, like, do you look at the, obviously, I guess what I'm trying to say and word it a specific way um, is that you, you got this unique background. Um, what do you, what do you think the key learnings have been with having such an extensive history that have, uh, you know, maybe been applied or carried on throughout your journey leading into the CEO position? Yeah. So I think, you know, the one, the one thing that, uh, that, that definitely drew me to the company, but also I've learned along the way that, you know, there's a couple of things, especially when we're talking about a SaaS business and, um, and a, and a technology led sort of focused business, um, First one is, is you need to, you're only as strong as your team, right? And I think that that's a cliche in a lot of ways, but I think in, in, our, mar- in our model and, and definitely our market that um, having an incredibly strong, dedicated team that, is, that, that you can set a roadmap for and, and have put the right pieces onto the chessboard that to help you get to where you need to go. Um, for me, that's, that's a, a key thing. And whether that's a two-year, two-person company or a 50 person company or a thousand person company at the end of the day you need fantastic people and and um and i've really tried to work uh, i've only been in the position for about three months but you know over that uh over that time frame uh, we've uh, increased our headcount by 80 percent so we are growing fast uh we are now um we're adding the pieces that need we need here to really become a, a technology-led company that um, can support our customers and that can start to play in different verticals um, and much beyond sort of the IOT uh, space that we're very well known for. Like we're very, very good at controlling devices, um, but we want to, you know, the, the industry is, is, a, is an ever shifting uh, beast. And, and so we are, you know, excited for our own product roadmap for this year. Um, so I think that, you know, the, the team, the team aspect is key. And then I think on the other side to answer your question is really around like, are you actually solving a real business problem? Mm. And I think that, you know, a lot of technology companies uh, build awesome tech and then they go searching for, uh, for a customer. And, and in our case, I think that, you know, where, where, the, where the industry is shifting towards, especially, and it's been really exacerbated by COVID, that, you know, the, the need for sort of touchless, frictionless, um, bespoke guest experiences that are very kind of high value, low touch, um, are going to become more and more and more prevalent as we go forward. And so, you know, for us, we are building technology that is directly speaking into that, um, that need. And so for me, it's, it's exciting because we're not actually building, we're not technology in search of a problem. Uh, we're actually building uh, technology that is solving a problem and, 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 and one that our customers love, you know, and, and as soon as they switch on Operto, it, the, it sort of just changes the game for the way that they run their businesses. Mm-hmm. No, you said, you said three key words and I wrote them down here as you were talking. It was uh, team growth and, and COVID. And uh, the reason why COVID is a key word is because I was going to lead into a question I have for you, but when it comes to team, uh, how do you, cause I love the analogy that you brought in of, of as a, a chess piece, you know, putting the right pieces on the board to make them, operate and work in the, in the sense of a, a strategic game. And so what, 
what indicators do you as a, a leader in a business, especially one that you, like you said, inherited basically, um, what, what does that look like on your end? And how do you know when a key player is a key player or if they're, um, I guess not, no one's not a key player, right? But, you know, how do you know what position on the board they play? Yeah, great question. The, I spent my first two weeks at Alberto getting to know the team, um, really sitting down with every single person and getting to know them on sort of a personal level, just making sure that, you know, uh, they knew who I was and they knew that I didn't care what their title was, that they could always come and talk to me about anything, whether that's just, you know, work-related or just need some help or whatever. Um, and, and we have a, a fairly young team here. So, you know, just sort of being able to, to mentor uh, a little bit where possible. But I think that the, for me, the, the key thing was that there are, the team here, there are, not that there are no B players, but there really aren't. And so, you know, of course you kind of start fishing through and you kind of try and put people uh, in, in buckets. And, and where I was actually very pleasantly surprised was that the, the incredible growth that the company had, had experienced relatively few resources. And, and for, um, to get to where Operto was with, you know, a small team of incredibly dedicated, hardworking, um, laser focused, uh, folks that my job as sort of the uh, the chess master was just to ensure that that we had enough uh, we had enough uh, runway and we had enough sort of bandwidth to get our technology and our sales and our marketing and all the different verticals that you have to have sort of firing on all cylinders in order for the engine to run in SaaS just ensuring that that all the teams had the resources that they needed uh, to, to kind of accelerate as we need the business, as we need the business to continue to in 2021. So for me, uh, it wasn't so much about taking pieces off the board. It was really just augmenting the, what we already had. And, and again, I was you know, very lucky to inherit a great culture, uh, very, um, yeah, just, just people focused, hardworking and, and obviously, we're lucky because we have, you know, an incredible uh, board of directors and, and some incredibly, uh, you know, an incredibly strong support system inside the business that it allows, it makes my job easier, but it also sort of filters down and, and, and ensures that we're always building uh, solutions that are, that are, you know, we're always, we're, we're, we like to think that we're sort of already thinking six, 12, 18 months in front of where the industry is going. And so far, I think that we're, uh, we're doing a pretty good job at that. No, I love that. And you said, you said a really good key thing that I don't think we hear enough as at least I don't hear enough, maybe as a young entrepreneur or just a young person in hospitality, um, but mentorship. And I think that's super key um, to a lot of success as we talk about recovery in the industry and the world, you know, we're talking about recovery, recovery, recovery. Um, but yet the, I guess the door and the opportunity of mentorship is really limited because um for so long, the, the phrase, well, this is how we've always done it, uh, has been used. And now uh, to hear, you know, that new perspective of, well, this is how we've always done it. This is how I see it can yeah. change from a younger standpoint um, and to be given the opportunity to uh, innovate and initiate change has been a little bit. Well, I, I, I was such a newbie in this space that I'm, I'm sad to admit this, but I will, that it took me about 
two weeks to figure out what a PMS was. And it took me about three weeks to figure out what an OTA was. And that wasn't because I was like, from a pride perspective, but it was more, you know, uh, I wanted to figure things out. And, then, and just to kind of give you a sense of how not from industry I am, that I was, you know, I think it's also refreshing that when you come in with a completely new set of eyes, uh, you don't have any preconceptions around how a business should potentially run. And so just being able to sort of sponge up and, and come at a problem with, with, you know, you know, it doesn't matter how things have been done in the past with like the COVID, uh, the COVID curveball we've all been thrown that I think we can throw the rule book out and it, it's, it's kind of uh, greenfields for everyone. We don't know what is tomorrow's traveler actually look like, you know, what does, what does, um, you know, vacation rental look like in five years from now? I don't think anyone actually can answer that question with a straight face. I mean, we can all sort of give our best gut instinct to where, where we think things are going to go. But in terms of, um, has anyone got the magic bullet yet? I don't think so. And, and so for me, that's exciting, right? It's, it's being at the sort of the bleeding edge of, of, of the industry and, and working alongside our partners who are very much uh, future focused, technology first, uh, that's exciting for me and, and one that I think that our team is now perfectly uh, staffed and also focused uh, for del towards delivering for our customers. No, I, I, again, amazing answer. Great execution. I love it. Um, for, for another, going back to the keyword thing, you, you said growth. And I, I want to talk about this because just for the listeners that are tuning in today, um, I'm doing a series, you know, the Vacation Rental Mastermind series. So if you're listening, this is a sneak peek. I haven't even dropped the trailer yet. So you're welcome. Um, but the the overall, I've interviewed uh, property managing uh, platforms, or not platforms, uh, operators that are in the high, high level, like big, giant players. And I asked them a lot of different questions involving, you know, operations and what it looks like in the industry to be a successful, um, profitable, sustainable business in the short-term rental market. And part of it was I saw two different perspectives, one from a U.S. Uh, perspective and one from a, a U.K. One was U.S. was grow, 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 buy, 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 buy. Like they were literally like, we just need to in, in pretty much uh, absorb these other entities or companies or whatever. And the other one was uh, in the sense of uh, trimming the fat getting out, getting rid of the, the crap in their operations that the overhead that they didn't need, the stuff that was costing them more than it was adding value, the 80-20 rule, that type of stuff. So seeing those two perspectives and now hearing about Operto uh, um, with you guys and growth, why, why the growth route for you guys? I, I'm maybe just more curious on the sense of, you know, a lot of people in the industry right now in the world um, and different industries as well uh, haven't been able to, I, I think, you know, obtain that that growth, I think maybe isn't the plans for 2020 uh, when we were in 2019, but obviously things change very quickly. So yes. I'm just curious on your end. I think uh, fortune favors the brave, right? And I wasn't uh, brought into a perto by our chairman who used to run booking.com uh, to, you know, grow at sort of a five, 10% trajectory. The, the intention with, with my arrival and and obviously beefing the team up and doubling down on technology and putting again those pieces on the on the board that put us in a in, a, in an industry leadership position um, 
that is that's that's sort of a, a top down. Uh, you know, we've just refinanced the business. We've got an incredible uh, financial backing and and support, and and it's just a firm belief that that things will return to some semblance of normal. And and when when it does, it won't look the same as what it did, but it will definitely 100% be a technology-led recovery. And so if you can, if you have the sort of foresight to look there and say, okay, well, what does tomorrow look like? What does six months potentially look like? And build solutions that are based upon the, the feedback you're hearing out of the market, very close collaboration with the partners, and just a genuine sense of, you know, dogged belief that you are going to put a, a solution into the market that people will respond to. I mean, if, if you follow our, our growth trajectory over the, 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 the next, uh, or the last year, I mean, the business has more than doubled. Uh, you know, so most people had a down year and Operto had a killer year. Uh, we just come off our, our biggest quarter ever. Uh, and we know that we will be releasing this quarter some new products into the market, which will not necessarily be IoT centric. We are very closely um, aligned with, with with our technology partners from a hardware perspective, uh, locks and you know anything sort of in in room in house. Operto believes that the key to where the industry is going is going to be communication, and. The, if you look at how we've all kind of become a Zoom culture, or a, a, a video conference culture, and, and, and trust me, I know. It's... Absence, yeah, absolutely. And in the absence of having physical contact with people, uh, we've, we've all resorted to probably communicating more than we ever did before, but just in a different way. And so for Alberto, while we are absolutely the best in the business at, at, at the device side of, of the equation, it's going to be a communication battle between the, the communication of the guest experience. So what does the, what does the guest need from a, a touchless, contactless, high value, memorable experience perspective? What does the owner need from purely, I'm running my business, but I need to make sure that I'm providing the services that my guests need. And then on sort of the ancillary side of this, you know, housekeeping and, and all the, the, the service providers that, that sort of enhance the guest experience and also support the the uh, the owner's uh, business. That that sort of triangle uh, between those three and whoever can solve that, uh, or at least where where we believe it's all going, is going to be some sort of connection or connect between owner, guest, and service provider. And so that's where we're looking. We don't pretend or I think that we have all the solutions right now, but definitely where we're uh, leaning in and, and listening is is in that space. Because I think that regardless of, of the vaccine and, and all the things coming online and the world returning to some semblance of normal, communication and, and the guest experience through technology is is the golden ticket. Uh, I, a, so from what I understand, just from what you said, it's more of a long-term play in, with the growth in, involving it's not just a grow to get through COVID and hope that we make it out on the other side, but it's more of a growth in the sense we're here to stay, we're here to bring change, and we're here to really help the industry as a whole. 
absolutely. We it's, um, we're we're playing the long game, absolutely. Um, but we we know that um, that the that COVID has has changed the way that the world operates, and we're putting solutions in the market that will allow us to grow long term. Uh, you know, whether we stay in some sort of semblance of a lockdown or you know, people can travel freely next to this year, hopefully, um, that we believe that the whole, the fundamental um, paradigm has shifted to one that will always be a technology-led um, world. Now, kind of a two-part question, kind of, you, you, we talk a lot about technology, and I've always been, um, you know, I kind of gave you my background. I started at the front desk at a luxury hotel. Uh, I'm very people oriented that, you know, obviously COVID's kind of stopped that. We're very much a uh, tech uh, communicating in, uh, world now. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm always about the human to human connection. Is that something you guys still see as a valuable part with the enhancement of the, of the tech side? Yeah. You know what? I think we want the guest and the owner to be in total control of what, what does the interaction look like? If you want the face-to-face -face interaction, yeah. if you want some sort of human connection, absolutely you can. If you want to go down to the hotel spa or the gym and, you know, go to the, the restaurant, go to, go to, you know, any local attractions around the place that you're staying, we, there's absolutely going to be that market still. Um, but what, we, what I think is going to happen is that through really good tech, tech you can actually choose how much you want to participate in that interaction, right? So if you want to just kind of check into your place, put your feet up and have, do nothing except chill and, you know, that's cool. If you want to put your bags down and have a completely different experience and go out and, you know, check out the area and really immerse yourself in the, in the surroundings, you can also do that as well. So, and, and, and clever technology will allow you to dial it up and also dial it down. And I think yeah. that's gonna be where, um, where we're gonna be looking for uh, guidance, not only from uh, you know, our PMS partners, but also from our, um, you know, anyone who's an Operto customer to get that feedback so that we are building technology that allows that, that facilitates that interaction. Yeah. So it sounds like you guys are really going at the, the, the trend, which I don't think is going to be, I, I hate calling it a trend because I don't think it's going to be a trend anymore. It's just going to be natural law, but flexibility, right? You're, right? You guys are focusing on giving that flexibility and flexibility involves all stakeholders, service providers, uh, operators on the ground, guests, owner, neighbor, everybody. Like we, we need, just need to be um, an industry in a world that's more flexible. Yeah, and there's no there's no uh, you know magic bullet for this stuff, right? So, yeah. <laughs> no two no two owners look the same. Yeah, no two guests look the same, and 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 so to yeah, we just need that. We do need that sort of sense of flexibility where you can um, create a very bespoke, custom tailored experience uh, to the guest while you're also helping the the business owner to run a profitable lower friction, uh, higher margin business, which is also something that, you know, is, is of paramount importance to us as well. Awesome. I love it. Well, um, well, I guess uh, a key takeaway question for you. What has been the biggest lesson you've learned throughout your entrepreneurship journey or even during COVID-19 that you would, 
you know, say to the listeners, the audience, uh, maybe like a, a takeaway note from your perspective, from your background? Yeah, I think uh, building team is, is, is key. So I, I believe in sort of three pillars uh, when I'm building a team and also sort of recruiting people into my team is they got to be able to tick three boxes. Do I trust this person? Is this person ultimately accountable to, to, to themselves and to the team? So, you know, if you look behind me here, it says, you know, own everything you do. That's sort of one of the tenants uh, here at Oberto is you're in, empowered to, to do your job. And there's a, there's a level of trust and, and, and go for it, which I love to instill in, in everyone that works here. And I think the, the third one is, is, is one around authenticity. So be your authentic self. Don't be someone you're not. Show up. If you're having a bad day, that's okay. If you're having a good day, that's great too. And mm-hmm. I think that if you can get and, and, and sort of do what you say and, you know, like actually follow through and make sure that people can really count on you because especially in our space, there's very little margin for error. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and uh, we got, you know, so many moving parts in our business that it, and, and I think this is, this is the, the case in any business that if you can't trust your team, you're, and you don't surround yourself by people that are smarter than you, which I love to report. I've brought in a lot of people who I would definitely consider smarter than me. <laughs> um, that you, that's where, that's the foundational building block for any business success. You can't get away from it. If you try to avoid it, you'll eventually get bit by it. So build team first, get laser focused around goals and, and, uh, and, and measuring goals and being able to tick goals off and, and set new goals and timelines, et cetera. I think that you can get that right. You can really just replicate that across any business. It doesn't matter um, which part of the, the ecosystem you tie into. So that's what I would, that's the advice I'd give. Let's say good wise words. I think we can all use a little bit of that uh, in our daily life. So it's awesome. Um, obviously, I'm going to take everything in the show notes, uh, where to find you, Operto's website, social media, all that good stuff. But um, I guess just for the audience who likes to listen and hear, uh, where can we find you? Where can we find more? Um, maybe anything that you guys want to announce to the audience and, and give, uh, give insight to, um, more than welcome to share. The shameless shout out time is what we like to call it. Yeah, shameless shout out. Um, well, we are going to be launching a new product uh, in the next uh, 30 days, so I uh, encourage everyone to sort of watch the watch the airwaves. I won't get uh, too far into what we're we're delivering, but you can probably uh, guess <laughs> according to some of the the shameless plugs I gave uh, today. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think you're going to be seeing some uh, cool tech come out of coming out of our business. Uh, in terms of getting in touch with me, I'm I'm super active on LinkedIn. So uh, please come find me. I think my handle is Steve Davis 12. Um, but you can again probably find me fair enough, easily enough. Um, I'll yeah, take you in the show notes too. Yeah. If you're, uh, if you're someone out there that's looking for a, a technology provider that can, that can help your business out, by all means, please reach out and uh, we'd love to help. Awesome. Well, you heard it, Slick Talkers. Uh, check out the show notes. Everything will be tagged in the notes below. Uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Obviously, um, I think there's a lot to dissect from here. So I just want to say, Steve, thank you again for being on the show. It's been a pleasure. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing everything you guys do. Cool. Thanks, Will. It's been a pleasure as well. 
Thank you so much for listening. We love your support and want to provide the best we can to all our listeners. So please find us online, social media, and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast, then you are amazing, and thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill-out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast.